What's up, guys? Thank you. Thank you for joining. Welcome to another episode of Build It Bigger. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I feel like I haven't spoken to you guys in quite a while now. Um, I've been a little distracted doing some other things and it's kind of pulled me away from this platform, but I'm so excited to be back. Um, I think it's really important for us to keep the ball rolling on what's next, just how to continuously pour into our community of listeners and those beauty industry professionals who are just looking for solutions, looking for strategies, looking for a place for us to just have real simple conversations and just a gateway into what success can really be for us in the beauty industry, right? So I'm here really to chat with you guys really quick about finances. And when we say finances, I know, you know, once upon a time, my my, I would get goosebumps, you know, when we talked about or when I brought up um, financial situations or just trying to understand, have a better sense of what that meant for me. I mean, I've always been in the beauty industry for the last, well, for the last 23 years of my life, life I've been a licensed professional and I've come across some money. I don't know about y'all, but like most of us, I've come across some money. And financial education, well, really financial literacy just really wasn't a strong point of mine. I mean, nobody really taught me about financial education and what that was. You know, I don't come from an environment where people really focused on that. You know, I'm from North New Jersey, born and raised. And back at home, we really pretty much just learned how to look good, how to look like we were living. Not really how to live, but how to look like we were living foundation was never really strong um mom didn't really make sure that i understood she didn't really have the means or the education herself to make sure that i was properly informed about the importance of setting aside a strong foundation for my daughter for my family for my future right and so it wasn't until maybe about five to ten years ago where i really started to understand what financial education was And even though I was trying to understand what that was for me, I still didn't have it. I still wasn't quite there where I knew the right things to do. I mean, I started to understand that, you know, you're making a lot of money. Um, It's time to, you know, get a better place, um, get a more reliable vehicle, um, you know, just treat yourself a little bit better, maybe make sure your daughter was in a private school. Like I thought I was really doing it. I thought I was living, but in all actuality, I still didn't understand how my finances were actually affecting or just how my lack of understanding or my my education when it came to finances was still not necessarily saving me. It still wasn't necessarily putting up for my future, right? And that's because I didn't have a solid understanding of credit, (laughs) right? How many of us really, really understand what leveraging our credit and understanding our financial, um, understanding pretty much our financial strengths or weaknesses, how it's really impacting or affecting our lives, both positively and negatively. How many of us really understand that? And I mean, you can be honest because really, to be honest, for me, I just started understanding, you know, I just got put into a space around people, networking with the right people, really listening to my husband, who's the financial education expert, 
really listening and paying attention, not just being told something and letting it lay on the surface and not really understanding how I could leverage my credit, how I can actually put all this money that I was making into good use so that I can make a a stable foundation and secure a strong future for my daughter and my granddaughter. I'm just learning those things. And, and, And it's okay. It's okay to admit that. I tell people all the time in the beauty industry, it's okay for you to admit where you're weak at. You don't have to front all the time, you know? When I got my first vehicle, well, actually my second vehicle, because my first vehicle, I wasn't really making <laughs> enough money. So I had to get something, a, a car called a Chevy Sprint. Now I've heard of Chevy before, but I, I, I never knew Chevy made a car called a Sprint. Like, and when I say it was a Sprint, it was a Sprint, <laughs> right? So my second vehicle was when I really got into the salon and started making money. So my second vehicle I just wanted to make sure that it looked like I was making money. I knew I was making money and I wanted it to show on the outside. I wanted the luxuries that I could afford myself to show that I was making a good money, good money. So what did I do? I did like most people in the beauty industry. I ran out. I sat, I went to a dealership. I sat across from someone whose only goal was to sell me a vehicle, whose only goal was to make the commission or have a dealership's work. So I sat across from him and I signed paperwork on a Navigator. Navigator had TVs in it. It had DVD players in it. Oh, it was I was riding, y'all, because being in North New Jersey, I mean, if you didn't come down the street looking like you had money, people really didn't notice you for your success or for your, your value. And so I was caught up. I was a product of my environment at one point. So I did what everybody else would do. I ran out and I, I signed papers on a loan with terrible credit in which I had to actually pay almost double of what the car was worth. And even then, I still didn't fully get it. And I'm trying to tell you all today, it's OK to, to, to say that even if you're living in currently right now, I still didn't get it at that point. My only goal, what I was doing now, I was going to work and work and work and working hard to pay a car note that the vehicle wasn't even worth it because my interest rate was something crazy, like 26% or something like out of this world. It really was. So I was paying like Mercedes Benz price for an old Navigator, right? Then that vehicle, I didn't want that anymore. So I traded it in and I upgraded to a Yukon Denali. Same thing, same mindset. The only thing changed was the vehicle, but my mindset stayed the same because I upgraded on the vehicle. Now where my note doubled on top of the double, but I upgraded to a new vehicle just so that again, I can look like I was growing. I could look like I was actually doing better and better and better in life. Mindset was still the same. Vehicle changed, but mindset still the same. I still had yet to understand my power. Uh, the the power that I had and I possessed as being a an entrepreneur. I'm not even going to say successful because because at that point I was spending more than I was making. I was looking around like where is my money going? I mean to everybody else looking around at me, they felt like I was living a life. I was living the dream. Girl, you're doing your thing. You're in the salon. Your daughter's in private school. You're 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 driving a nice a luxury vehicle. You have a decent apartment. But I didn't have a foundation. I still had yet to understand the importance of 
obtaining a higher credit score so that I can leverage my credit and it can actually work for me and I can save more of my money than I was spending. See, these conversations are a lot of times they're very, very hard to have because most of the time what happens is we're not ready to be true with ourselves. We're not ready to be transparent, even in our own thought. We're still not holding ourselves accountable to ourselves. Forget people on the outside, but we're still yet in the privacy of our own homes. We're not holding ourselves accountable for our actions, for our shortcomings, for our lack of the ability to really go out there and seek the information that's going to really help improve our life. And so when I really caught wind of what I was doing, it was time for me to really get it together. And once I started doing that, and once I really started understanding with the help of my husband, Terrence, what I really started to understand is, girl, you haven't been living at all. You've been looking like you've been fronting, but you haven't been living because you have yet to understand the power of leveraging your credit and what that could actually do for your family, your finances, and your future, right? So once I worked on that and I got my score to where it needed to be, then it was like, now let's do some things. Now let's set up some opportunities that could actually have things working for you. That's when I started getting more into, okay, now we're going to get these credit cards because people always felt like credit was a bad thing or getting credit cards was a bad thing because nobody really understood, not where I came from. No one really understood the value in having a simple credit card. It was sort of like, you know, I don't want any credit cards because I don't have no money to be spending. I don't have any money to put back onto or I don't want credit cards because, you know, I don't have time to be paying these people back or whatever the case may be. Because people still, again, where I came from, didn't understand that you're not supposed to use your credit cards to replace your money. You just use it in place of your money. The same way you go inside of a grocery store, a mall or anything, and you pull out that card to actually pay for a meal or pay for um, an, an, a, a purchase at retail price or whatever it is that you're looking to spend money on a bill, anybody that would accept a credit card, use your credit card instead of your debit card. The crazy thing about it is if you can walk into the mall, like I said, if you can walk into Macy's and spend $150 on a pair of shoes using your debit card, pull out that credit card, pull out that Discover card, pull out that American Express, pull out that card and just immediately apply it back to your balance. That's the small credit 101 tip. Like it's not even rocket science, you know, it's just that we're not taking the time to educate ourselves on the simplicity of what it takes to get us to another level because our money doesn't really make money. Other people money makes us money. That's the beauty in leveraging your credit. Other people's money actually provide and award us the opportunity to do some amazing things in our lives for ourselves and for our families. I currently tell people all the time, I don't even pay for flights. You know why I don't pay for flights? Because I finally understand what leveraging my credit really does in my life. I finally understand that taking my Delta SkyMile American Express card, making major purchases, earning two times, three times, sometimes four times the amount in points can award me free flights in points instead of cash. That's a great feeling that when I go to book a trip to see family, friends, or just book a trip for self-care, 
then I can actually go to my app on my phone, click my points, my SkyMount points, see how many I have, and then look for flights that are actually within that point range. That's a luxury that my money could have never given me because my money does not work for me. Other people's money work for me. So the beauty in leveraging your credit awards you opportunities as such. I, my other card, my, um, is it Capital One or Chase card? My, I believe it's my Capital One card. I get tons of rewards back, tons of cash rewards back that I actually use for the holiday time at the end of every year. The beauty in going shopping for family and friends and being able to get them gifts that I think they'd actually love and like and not look at the dollar amount because I racked up so many cash reward points throughout the year or cash reward dollars throughout the year that for the holiday time, I use my cash back rewards to purchase my holiday gifts. So when people are looking and they're feeling like, you know, you and your family, you travel a lot. Oh, you're always doing these amazing, nice things for my daughter. Guys, a lot of these things I do at the expense of somebody else's money. These companies actually reward you for using their money. How crazy is that? And it's even crazier that we have yet to understand the importance of just making our payments of bills on time so that we don't affect something as simple as our credit score. So therefore, we can benefit fully on the advantages of using other people's money. That's where we have to be transparent at. That's where we have to understand that no longer are we going to be embarrassed about it. Going on the days where transparency is a problem, if it's going to hold you back, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is not growing and staying the same because you're too ashamed and you're still hiding. You're hiding behind the luxury. You're hiding behind the nice car. You're hiding behind the designer clothes. You're hiding behind all these things and you really don't have your shit together. That's the biggest problem. That's what people don't understand. Once you stop hiding behind all of the luxuries, all the shiny objects and really get your foundation together, those shiny objects will feel so much better when you slip them on. That luxury car will feel so much better when you get inside of it because you're not struggling to make the car payment. You know, I have so much more to share with you guys. Um, I don't know how often you plug into this podcast, but plug into this podcast often. I'm going to have live interviews with financial education experts. I'm actually going to bring my... Um, I'm actually going to bring my um, financial advisor on and let him give you some tips and strategies and some um, some con- and, and connect you guys. There's so many different things that I have planned for this podcast and so many different things that I want to help my industry. I've always had the desire to impact my industry and change it in a positive direction. Right. The first 20 years of my career was about just servicing the average general consumer in public. But as I realized, I possessed a gift to help my industry. And that gift was just simply knowing how to navigate through life now. Now, guys, without the same amount of hardship it was when I started, because I understand my financial situation. I understand how important it is to leverage my leverage my credit. And I understand the importance of having strong, true, true financial literacy to know how my money should and can work for me. 
That's what it's time to get to. That's what it's time. You got to stop hiding. You got to stop hiding. When I realized that I possess the skill to actually influence anybody around me in this industry, I knew my life was forever changed. I knew it was forever changed. Once I became an educator and I started teaching classes and I realized that it's not just about the technique. I realized it's about pouring into people a little bit deeper than just teaching them how to cut hair or just teaching them how to lay a track or just teaching them how to press a press a curl. When I realized it was more to the industry and really realized like the light bulb went off in my head. What have I been struggling with my entire career that I'm no longer struggling with? Where can I actually impact us? And it was full personal development. It was getting us to a point where we understand that it's not just about what you can do with your hands, but how can you shift your mindset to fully understand and be aware of your power? How can you go and transition from a hairstylist or a barber to a solid CEO? Ceasing every opportunity that comes your way. How can you get there? You can get there by full personal development, a mindset shift. Hitting the reset button if needs need be. When I realized that I possessed the skill to stand in front of a room of other beauty industry professionals like yourself and have a sincere conversation about where I was in my life, where I had come from and where I'm headed. I knew that it was a lot more to my platform than I realized. I knew I had a purpose. I knew I had a duty to have real conversations with you guys to share as much as I could share that could help you understand your power and that could help you get to your next level. That's when I knew it was time. That's when I knew this podcast had a purpose. That's when I knew Build It Bigger had to be born. That's when I knew that it was in no way, shape, form, or fashion can I ever stop this because the beauty industry is a billion-dollar industry with little to no financial education. So I ask you guys, please stay plugged in. Please stay plugged in. The tips and the strategies and the success stories that you're going to hear and the ones that I know you're going to make is going to be phenomenal, phenomenal, life changing. We're now together going to shift and change the culture of how we've operated business in this industry for so long. We're going from hairstylists to CEOs. We're going from barbers to CEOs. We're going from makeup artists to CEOs. We're changing the narrative of the fact that all we're good is using, all we're good at is using our hands. We're up in the game and we're changing the skill and we're no longer, I'm no longer a hairstylist, guys. I'm a CEO. I seize every opportunity in my industry. That goes from using my hands. It goes from understanding how to create the products that clients, it goes from understanding how to educate my industry, creating digital products, strategies, systems, tips, everything. It's not just about what you can do with your hands, but what can you do with your your mind? What can you do with a mindset shift? And the only thing that you can do with it starts with having financial education because it does take money to make money. It does take education to make money. That's what I why I want that's why I want you to stay plugged in to build it bigger. Because the journey that we're going on together is going to be something that is going to be life-changing for you, life-changing for me, and life-changing for this industry. If you guys have loved this episode, do me a favor. 
Share it with a fellow coworker. Share it with a fellow stylist, a fellow barber. Let them know that they should be here on a regular basis. Let them know that this right here is a playground for success. It's a playground for direction. Thank you so much for joining. I can go on and on and on, but I just wanted to give you a solid, solid understanding of everything that we do in this industry. It's not just about our hands. You know, it's going to come a day where you're no longer going to want to use your hands. How can you continue your mindset? How could you have continued your future and still had stability? How you viewed everything, how your mindset shifted around during the entire time that you were a stylist or a barber. That's what's important. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been amazing. I can't wait to share more. I can't wait to hear your input. It's just going to be phenomenal. This is your girl, Kina, also known as Kina360, signing out. Build it bigger. It's about to be amazing. You guys have a great day. Make sure you check it out.